0: Welcome to Temple Archives! This week we're going to be covering Star Wars comics and specifically it will be The High Republic Adventures Volume 2. My name is Noma and as always I'm joined by my co-host Ed. Hello, hello. How's
1: it going? Pretty well. It's been a good day so far can't complain. It's good. good good Yeah, yeah. It can only go up from here, right? Hopefully.
0: And as always, my second co-host Dan. Yeah,
2: how's it going, everybody? I would say the same thing. The temperature can only go up from here. Oh God! Please no. no, <laughs> please, really. yes. no.
0: please yes. Please yeah, yes. I like twenty-two so degrees. A nice cool oh, breeze. And all that coming oh, Twenty-two degrees. Get out of here now. Fifteen to seventeen. This is uh, Celsius for yes. those who like <laughs> right. Fahrenheit. Like, wait a minute, why do you want to be frozen? frozen? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even 22 at that point. But yeah, no, 15 to 17 for me is like perfect. Mm. But, uh, you know, to each their own. Anyways, we're not here to talk about the weather. We are here to talk Star Wars, specifically High Republic. Before we get into this podcast, Ed, do you mind telling the listeners what Temple
1: Archives is all about? Absolutely. So in Temple Archives, we go over Star Wars canon. That includes anything from media, so TV, movies. We go over novels, comics, as such as today. And we give you a bit of a summary on it because we go over the entire story and then we really shorten it up for you, give it to you short and sweet so you know exactly what's going on, where it fits in the timeline, how it relates to Legends and other canon material because, you know, we're going full Marvel on all this High Republic stuff, it's been great. We give you a little bit of discussion on it, our thoughts, our opinions. They're always going to be our opinions. If you have different opinions, that's great, because we can start banter, we can start chats, we can get in contact with you, and we can really start a good discussion with the whole community. And there's tons of ways that you can get into contact with us to do so. Um, Dan's got a whole list of you. He loves talking about the website, and there's so many more ways to get in contact with us.
2: Yeah, thank you, Ed. Uh, You can get into contact with us through our website, voiceoftheforce.com, where you can find our episode posts, our shop for t-shirts and other things that you can add our logo to. You can also find our contact us form there, about us sections, and contests if we have any contests coming up. As well, you can email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. You can find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram, at voiceforcepod. Again, at voiceforcepod. You can retweet and repost our episode tweets that we do to help... Send the message out that a new episode is out and bringing more listeners in and we do very much appreciate that you can listen rate review subscribe or follow the podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud spotify amazon music audible and all major podcast platforms if you review us with five stars on your podcast platform of choice that does help if you add a comment as well with the visibility of people finding the podcast when they type in star wars podcast they give people a chance to find us and listen to us and let us know what they think as well. Remember, you can subscribe for free or follow for free for the latest episode, download it to your device as soon as it releases. And remember to listen to the outro of this podcast to find out what we will be covering in the next episode of Temple Archives. Back to you, Noma.
0: Thank you, Dan. Without any further ado, let's get straight into our review. As always, we like to start off with a cover review for volume, uh, for for volume two, for every, you know, book, comic that we do. But yeah, in this case for Star Wars, High Republic Adventures, volume two. Uh, man, oh man, someone must be listening to this podcast uh, or more likely they just had a cover artist who did a really good job with this one. This cover really kind of nails something I you know, I've gone over a couple of times now, right? all the color palette being kind of the same kind of everything blending together. This is like the complete opposite of that. Cause we've got three characters all with their own costumes that have their own color schemes that all make them all contrast really nicely with a background that does the exact same thing. So we've got Lula Talisola, and then behind her, we've got Ram, which is ironic considering how much he's in this volume and Zim and each one of them, like I said, Lula's got the more classic, uh, brown and white jedi robes ram's got the more high Republicy kind of goldy uh yeah kind of gold beige uh kind of robes and then zeem has got the uh multiple shades of blue that she's kind of been wearing since the beginning since she's not a jedi and with them we've got a lot of swirls of kind of Generic color. I don't think it actually really fits into anything in the book with a kind of teal green kind of sea foamy background with a couple of planets in the air The whole thing just really has a really nice contrast look the three characters contrast really nicely with the swirls of color and the background and You know, it's a very basic kind of setup, but it works well, right? We've got the planets and uh, Zeem and Ram all kind of helping guide the eye towards Lula who's the central focus and, uh, yeah, overall, I, it's nice. It catches your attention. This is supposed to be more of, like, a kids or teens oriented book. So having it be kind of colorful and popping like this, I think, kind of um, helps draw the eye, right? Get kids interested, see that cover, realize it's Star Wars, get excited to, to buy it. Uh, yeah, overall, I think it did a pretty good job. Any uh, Any other notes that you guys have?
2: Yeah, kids definitely judge books by their covers. And this definitely mm. would pr- bring their eye towards it, I think. Um, interesting thing, this cover is the cover for the Free Comic Book Day issue, um, Mm. which is an interesting choice, because, like, we didn't go over it yet, but this covers issues six to eight of the High Republic Adventures, Mm. free Comic Book Day issue, and the annual for 2021 for the High Republic Adventures. So it's really weird that they chose this cover to represent the entire volume, when, like, the meat of it is the six to eight stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, to be fair... These characters are involved in a decent amount of stuff in the in the comic itself, so mm. I mean it's it's good. I really like the art style. Um, it's like the semi-realistic, but like also cartoony look to it. Yeah, Shading's yeah. pretty good. It looks like they're in a nebula or something like that, right? Like the colors and things, almost like yeah, the planet true. that Yoda was on at the end of the Clone Wars, with like the the sisters and stuff like that. The the Force beings. The Wills. Yeah, it, it it was like really really interesting. Kind Of look to it that like sea foamy kind of color,
1: that kind of stuff. Mm. They um, just mind linked and they're tripping now, that's all it is.
2: Yeah, it's good to see Ram in <laughs> actual like
0: Morty. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's good to see it
0: Ram in like, this, a different style, yeah, too. Yeah. Like,
2: see him drawn in like a somewhat not comic, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's cartoonish, mm-hmm. but it still has a little bit of it's more young of, like, adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, uh, color wise, good, um. They're keeping with the border, which is nice, but they didn't have the white outline for this one, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm. otherwise, it's good. I'm surprised they didn't put the IDW uh, IDW logo on the front. They have the Disney logo, but that's it. So I was like, yeah, oh, shit, true.
1: okay. Oh, uh, no. The only the only thing that I like seeing about this is the attention to detail they do for the sabers. Mm. Just because oh, as yeah. we see, every knight and master has this intricate like um, hilt. And all the Padawans have your more, I guess the ones you'd see more towards the fall of the Republic, where everybody just has a simple style, mm-hmm. some stylized and some kind no of way, one's very- No one's allowed to have a sword hilt anymore. Yeah, no one's ornate <laughs> like that. So I don't know if like, if it's, is it going to be a ceremony thing when you get knighted? Do you craft a new one? Do you add more things to it? Because like, again, these are supposed to be keys for so many things in the actual, this actual age or era, right? And Mm -hmm. so it's just like, can a Padawan pilot a vector if they don't have like a cross guard or something like that? You know, how Mm -hmm. was the actual ignition for it working on that? So it's an interesting design choice. And I want to see, I want to know more about this stuff. Like this is where I'd want like one of those, um, like an Imperial handbook or the Jedi, the Jedi code Mm -hmm. or something like that. I'd want a book like that to explain small details like this. That's where books in, not to explain why your movie was bad. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: it's the same kind of thing we were saying for Trail of Shadows, right? Like, it is it is a necessary um, expositionary device. Yeah. And having something else like that for this, yeah, definitely would be awesome. There's still so many questions that we have. Questions like, who made this book? <laughs> so, for writers, we've got Daniel Jose Older, Claudia Gray, Justina Ireland, Caven Scott, and Charles Soule, all names that are very big names and have done books that we've already reviewed before, so we know that all of their talents are legit. For pencilers, we've got Nick Brokenshire, Harvey Tolibao, Tony Bruno, Sam Beck, Jesse Lonergan, Jason Liu, Yale Nathan, Stefano Simone, Jake M. Wood, oh, I've gone into the next section. Uh, For letterers, we've got Jake M. Wood, Jo- uh, sorry, Johanna Na- Natalie, Neil Uyutake, Nathan Wittick. For colorists, we've got Rebecca Nalty and Megan Huang. And for cover artists, is Nick Brokenshire again. As always, if I've mispronounced anybody's name, I apologize for that. But uh, yeah, a lot of talent, a lot of uh, very talented people, I would definitely say, who worked on this book. Well, all of these different books. And yeah, it kind of makes for an interesting read, uh, especially with all those talents combining, which I think is a good way for us to get into the synopsis. So with the synopsis, as always, is the spoiler warning. From here on out, we're going to be giving you a synopsis and then talking about the book, but we're going to do both under the assumption that you've read uh, all these different issues that make up High Republic Adventures Volume 2. If you'd like to experience them on your own, stop here go and listen and then, or sorry, go and listen, go and read them and then come back. Uh, Otherwise, this is your last spoiler warning. Spoilers are definitely ahead. And with that being said, let's get into the synopsis. So one of the, I think, difficulties of doing a synopsis for this comic is that it's all over the place. Timeline-wise, story-wise, it's just, uh, there's three very different stories. There's the free comic book day, there's volume six to eight and then there's the annual 2021 so i'll go over the free comic book day first because that's the quickest it's basically just seven pages of all of the kind of cast from this book so from what i remember that's uh ram lula zeem the weird droid that they were using in race to crash point tower and the bomb racks v18 v- basically... man sure whatever his name is v- i already v- oh
2: Doe should have had a... you remember that come on now <laughs>
0: i've already forgotten and calendar. i don't care <laughs> um but it's basically just seven pages of them helping out during the attack on the republic fair on balo they do a couple of things they help ty york out with uh the what was it like the scavenging droids that the night hill were using
2: yeah the droids were attacking
0: um yeah, tyork ty I, I assume they look like older versions of buzz droids they're they yeah. instead they're just the sentinels from the matrix
2: they almost look like um, darth maul's little probe droid but with like
0: tendrils on the back of it yeah sentinels from the mate yeah well it's good just because of the red eyes oh yeah it looks so much it, it immediately just reminded, reminded me of that yeah um but uh, yeah it, it's it's interesting it's neat we get to see a little bit of volo and an, another version of what the what are they called like sarm Puddles or whatever the, the dragon dragon yeah. yeah really cool i like, like that yeah, they look pretty pretty interesting. Um, but that, honestly, that is that entire free comic book day summed up. So from there, we get into Volumes uh, 6 to 8, which is the meat of it. Um, volumes 6 and 7 kind of focus on the same thing, which is this diplomatic mission that uh, Farzala, Court, who we'd seen a little bit before from uh, the last comic, and... A new Jedi Master who is named Master Orb, Orbratuk. Yeah, uh, he's a Parwan uh, that we saw from Clone Wars. They're basically basically the story is them going to now Huda on a secret mission, quotes, quotes, that is basically peace talks. So they're being taken on the vessel. So, you know, we're seeing Affy and Leox and Geode again, and Geode's design is kind of. Kind of different. We'll talk about that later, but it's not what I was expecting. Uh, they, so, long story short, they land on the Hutta, They start doing these peace talks. It doesn't start go well because the vessel starts firing on the peace talks. And it turns out that these thugs have infiltrated the vessel and have taken it over and are trying to, to have them attack the meeting. At the same time, the Dragon show up all of a sudden. So, Farzala and uh, Court kind of... Or, sorry, Farzala and... Leox, because Leox has gone with him. Because for some reason, the Orbratuck is there to be like the negotiator and he just falls asleep and they can't wake him up. It's a really weird plot point. I don't under. Anyways, he's asleep on the vessel. He's literally out cold while it's being hijacked, and uh, Affy and Court are stuck trying to, you know, uh, solve the situation on the ship. So, Farzala. And Leox help out a little bit with the the drain gear. They're still thrown in jail because they think that they were trying to screw up the peace talks or something like that. Middle, middle, middle. A bunch of stuff happens, and basically, Affy and is able to get the drop on the pirates on the vessel. And uh, Jedi Master plot device. Sorry, uh, Jedi Master Orbatuk wakes up in time to save the day. At the same time, Frazala and Leox. Uh, managed to escape the prison that they're in, and they help the the huts again. And so now they kind of trust them with this... I'm not sure if she was a Nikto or not. Uh, this, like, the basically, like, the major domo of the Hut that they're talking to, who was... I can't Scarbata remember. or something? Scarbata, yeah. Scarbata the Hut or something like that. And so it turns out, oh, it, the whole thing was Jabba. Jabba was... Who's at the meeting, which also seems really fucking stupid. But anyways, yep. Jabba had this attempt to like sabotage the meeting so that the republic wouldn't have peace talks with the Hut. it doesn't make sense no i don't i, I don't get it it's it, it's and then nothing happens there's no comeuppance they're just like ah, 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 we're we'll be back I,
1: another I did, time
2: if you need help yeah Anytime. curse you yeah. i'm just going to we're, we're
1: going to keep staying here and eating your food yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, okay there's no repercussions to
0: this okay. so it's kind it's it's just the kind of plot filler it's basically just an excuse to learn more about frazala and court yeah because we oh, we'll, we'll take action.
1: your major domo away from you yeah. for whatever reason now oh, now she's okay.
0: like the liaison because the major domo i guess doubles as a ambassador uh, ambassador yeah that's what that's what uh uh what's it called oh i can't remember that's what fennec was doing right just just going around being being the people person but yeah it's weird uh it's it's like I said, it's mostly a vehicle to give us more info on Farzala because he's really taken a back seat in the last volume and court. So we get to learn a little bit more about him. Uh, he's the Padawan of Jedi Master Plot Device, the Parwan. And they, they have an interesting conversation about basically, like a, a flashback conversation about fear and how you're not supposed to feel fear, but that doesn't mean that it's not an emotion that you can't process and at least understand where it's coming from. It, it's... It's a decent lesson but it's 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 a i don't know it's a very strange one because he's like oh he basically it comes about because when farzal is in the prison he's like oh i'm afraid and i remember my master told me that i shouldn't be afraid so now i'm not
1: afraid it's like, okay. Funny if the master had actually followed his own teachings when he was. It would have.
0: Yeah. You always have to be alert and attentive and make sure you're on
1: top of the situation. Guy who falls asleep during the peace negotiations. Holy it's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're going to, you're going to freak out. This Martian Roe comic, the two part, you're going to freak oh, out. because okay. <laughs> I didn't realize who he was. I knew him and I didn't realize mm-hmm. I knew him from where, but you'll see. Oh, uh, okay. It's frustrating uh, now. I'm so pissed off with him. You wouldn't. <sighs> yeah, and and
0: we'll we'll see where it goes from here because there's there's, well, anyways. So the issue eight is basically it's a weird place to end it because they end it like as things are starting to ramp up. But basically, everyone goes back to Starlight Beacon. Uh, we get a, a reunion with uh, Zim and Lula and Ram, and they kind of catch up and and talk and. The, the rough and gruff uh, Nikto Majordomo was suddenly very kind and jokey, and it was very strange. Did but anyway, it's kind of it
2: weird that he it, was just like with them, and it's like, yeah, he joined
0: our yeah. crew. I'm like, they
1: never mentioned anything. Yeah,
0: yeah, they never say anything. Also, she. Oh, sorry, yeah, she. Yeah. It's, it's super jarring. It comes out of no... Like, it's, there's no discussion about. I mean, I'm her glad she's part of the crew because she's kind of a
2: cool character, but like, at the same time, it's just like, you never ever asked her?
0: Yeah. But she's a cook now. It's and just warrior. Yeah. And she can she just can do whatever, like basically whatever she is she crew. Basically. Um poor <laughs> angle for the younglings.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But they basically uh, as they're all meeting up again, they all kind of uh meet with the masters here, which is Cantum and Buckets of Blood, and they have a a little bit of a talk as we're kind of also swapping to the Nihil perspective, which is basically just that they're like, Oh, we are being sent on this mission. There's a Nihil cell that's operating and attacking the innocent, of course. And we're pretty sure that uh, the script says that the leader of the cell is Krix, Cameret, uh, Zim's friend from the planet that hates force sensitives. Yeah. So Zim's a little bit shooken up about that. We get to see Krix's side where they've also both, I don't know what happened, Donna. <laughs> In, well, in this comic, they both aged up about like seven years. We'll talk about that later. This is like a jarring age shift. Yeah, it's um, like a year Krix, or
2: later or something like that. But like it's, yeah, it feels like they've feels aged that
0: much. They hit they, puberty
2: he, real fast.
0: Yeah, they both they both apparently hit puberty at the same time because Crix has gone from being like three foot eleven to like five foot two. Yeah, Crix mm-hmm. uh, is basically talking with Martian and the so, is he basically like, hey, I heard there's a thing that kills Jedi. Give it me. Give and <laughs> Martian's like, no. <laughs>
2: It's like, I've go, already given you so much and you ask for more? You need to yeah, prove yeah. yourself, sir.
0: Yeah, he's basically just like, no, by the way, go attack Takodana because we need to uh, try and confirm that the sequel trilogy wasn't a mistake. Yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, Crix brings this N- Nihil Strike Force to attack Takodana. They get obliterated by one Jedi, by female Ooh, Embo. Jedi. Yeah. 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 By by old femme Embo, who is a cool character. You're awesome. wrong. She's great. It, it's hilarious. Cause she literally doesn't even need a starfighter. She just jumps from night hill ship to night hill ship. And she's basically just like, ha, huh, I see you Porter angle. Let me show you how to one up that. Yeah. It's like Yoda mm-hmm. yeah,
2: just, plus Porter angle equals this person. Yeah. So it just figured works the if that's sky. happening.
1: Maybe just split apart a bit more. She so can't jump from. Yeah, maybe.
0: Right. Idiots. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they've all taken it. Well, Crix is already kind of an idiot. So he's just more of an idiot. Um, well, so, as yeah, soon the- as
2: he said, like, oh, it's just one old lady Jedi, I'm like, that's a lot of experience, for one. The more experience the Jedi has, the more dangerous they are. Yeah, yeah. It's not like your but- normal old person. It's like one piece. Well, one one piece the- characters, the- when they yeah. get older, they get dangerous.
0: But it's ironic how, how, we'll talk about it later, but it's ironic how, how the script makes it convenient so that the Night all do lose. Because yeah. you look at the, the temple that they obliterated and Fallen Star, and it's like, that was basically the same thing. But it, in this yeah, case they yeah. just were like, well, this time we'll just win, so let's change the script how the script works. But anyways, they get their asses kicked by uh Sav Mulligan. And Krix just is fucks the... up, does he? Yeah, basically like they all get their asses kicked and Krix just leaves off screen too. We never even see him escape. Yeah. Um and they uh Sav and Moz, because Moz has to be around so that we can be
1: like, No, look, there's a character yeah. I might have I might
2: have
0: skipped the page. Okay, put, yeah, might like, have skipped
1: an issue, my guy, like, <laughs> he just threw up the yo, entire Yo, I, I was waiting for her, I was like, where is she?
0: Yeah, but we have to. We have to just tell everybody, guys. The sequel trilogy wasn't a mistake, guys. Look, Maz is here. It's the only she's one of the no only Jedi. characters that people didn't hate. You can justify talking to Ray about them. Oh, oh, oh wait till oh, wait, There's one comment later in the book where I was like, no, 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 you're not allowed to do that. But oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. you guys have gone too far. You went to... no, 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 I know, I know. Okay. That, that comments in, in later. But there's one issue. There's one thing that's said later on where I was like, no, you're not allowed to say that. No, I, but, I
2: mean issue nine is when Maz comes in because she's not in issue eight. She's mentioned in this issue, because Saab's oh, talking to her. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, Saab's, Saab's talking to her when they get the prisoners. Well, quotes course, Hill prisoners. Oh, I see. Okay, no, my no, bad, my bad. Yeah, but uh, anyways, so as this is kind of happening, um, they all decide they're all going to go off in a group, and it's basically like everybody decides to go except the Masters, which is also kind of weird. They're just like, yeah, Padawan group, go do your thing. So to add a supervision, I-, I would, but the script's saying... No. Bye, Lula. Which was like his Cantum and court. Sorry, Cantum and buckets of Blood, like your Padawans are there. Why aren't you going with... Whatever. So they go off on their own. They're not going with their masters. And uh, basically the, the issue ends with uh, a Jedi and a Toydarian who are, who are talking on Takodana. And uh, they're, they're, they mention how all the surviving Nihil have been taken into custody... And that Maz, Maz is coming over to help out with some stuff and something, something like, like, Oh, you never know. There might be some good Nihil. They say as they like fine tune Nihil under the debris, which is kind of on the nose. And then back at uh, the Nihil base, Cricks gets out and one of the guys is like, Hey, Krix, have the?" Race. he's like, shut up, get everybody. And then they put, he basically just pulls the, we're all going back this time. And this time for sure, for sure, for sure. We're going to destroy Taco Donna, I swear. Cause it's not like Maz is in the sequel trilogy and that's basically where it ends um so from there like i said that's the end of it six to eight so all we've got
2: that's like the main story chunk
0: yeah the main story is so the, the last thing that we've got is the star wars annual 2021 which has five different very short stories that they all they're all interesting i'll go over them real quick um The first one is called Set for Life. It's just a very short story that's before uh, Light of the Jedi, I believe, Mm. where it is basically like a a little snapshot of life on the Jedi outpost on uh, Ofrona, which is like way back when Bell and Loden and Indira and Porter were all at the same Jedi outpost in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to go over this one really, really quick because this entire story is basically just Loden and Bell saving a bunch of miners from a cave-in. And then kind of like learn it. like So we're basically just seeing more of Loden and Bell's relationship, which is really nice, right? You see how much they care for each other. And there's a part where Loden basically throws Bell out of the mind shaft because it's about to collapse. And we just get a, a thing of like, because Bell's really hurt afterwards, right? He's like, well, why? I got to help. And Loden's like, yeah, you could have. But there are risks that a Jedi Master has to take. And you're at a point where I, I don't want you taking those risks yet. You'll get there eventually, but for now, you're still a young Padawan, so there are some, you know, this was just a situation where I, I it, it needed to just be me, which is nice, and it's something that we don't see a lot, right, mm. is the Master being like, look, this is not, you're not, you're, you're not supposed to be here. Like, I get it, I get it, you're my student, but I think the last time we really got a good example of that was Taijin, uh Crosser, where he's oh, yeah. saying... Yeah, where he's like, "Look, if you run into this guy and he is Sith, do not engage. Just wait for me, please, because this is not something that you on your own can handle." And uh, Dan kind of learning that the hard way. But uh, it, yeah, it's that's basically it. It's a it's a nice little short story. Uh, the second one is called "No Stone Unturned," and this one we're dealing. Like, with You were the calling me for again. a
2: second, and then I realized you're like, talking the, about the yeah, Padawan, and it it I'm just, yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, yeah, I learned it the hard way. Wait, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Oh no, it's, <laughs> like,
0: it's the character. Yeah, you were so proud that you, you had the same name as him, too, when we I know. I was, that. I was, it
2: took me a second. I was like, what's the name? Oh, that, oh fuck.
0: Okay, here we go. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were just calling me out. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What did yeah, I do? Yeah. What did I learn? it's a piece of shit in a- <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. But uh, yeah, no stone, no stone Unturned is basically an Indiana Jones-esque very short adventure with the crew of the vessel again. So we got affy Leox, Geode, as they are stealing a stone from an uninhabited world that is inhabited with many, many people. And they basically take this stone to the ship. And then as they get to the ship, they realize, like, oh, this is a relic that they need for some ancient ceremony. And the leader's like, and they basically give it back. And the leader's like, oh, thanks for giving it back. But it's it's too late now. We can't get the stone to the center to the proper height to Indiana Jones Staff of raw. Uh, come through the light and give us whatever prophecy and they're like oh wait a minute we know how to do that so they put the they put geode in the center of the altar with the stone on top so it's now the proper height
2: really the best yeah. ever
0: yeah yeah and we get some funny back and forth where he's like you know we're never gonna let him live this down right and Geo and uh, leox is like let him live it down he's never gonna stop telling this story yeah. for the rest of his life and then they get a nice like um uh feast of celebration as thanks for what they did and also for this for the, the ceremony they were preparing for. And then we get the ominous hint of Leox basically being like, okay, please tell me that the next or uh, the next mission is not going to be this tough. And he's like, no, 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 we got an easy mission of just transporting Jedi to Starlight Beacon. And Elok's like, yeah, that's an easy mission. And we know from, from the books and comics, it's not quite as simple as they w- thought it was going to be. Uh, so the third story is a story <laughs> called first mission. And, this story is basically Vernestra meeting Stellan and another Jedi named uh, Lanella Kabe Oyu, who is a Kaldoran and uh, basically looks like exactly like Plo Kloon. It's interesting because it shows us the first time Vernestra met Stellan was really weird. Like, Kabe Oyu is, like, levitating Stellan and, like, flipping him in circles. Yeah. And Stellan's like, ah, you're my new Padawan. It's like, what? what how... <laughs> What's happening okay. right now? Yeah. Yeah, and so they do like a quick sparring session and Vanessa fucking schools Stellan. And I'm just like, cool, Stellan. You keep lowering that bar of expectations. <laughs> Let's go, baby. And so from there, Stellan's like, He's definitely oh, more of a pride.
2: diplomat than any other thing. Like, that's he's all just, he's good for. He's
0: just a waste. But anyways, um, they basically are like, oh, that was so impressive that you kicked Stellan's ass. Come with us to this royal banquet. So they go to this banquet and uh, one of the drinks that's being served uh, Vernestra basically looks at it and is like, This is made with a berry that Hutts can't uh, eat. It's poison something as, to them, right? It, yeah. yeah, they're intolerant to it. So it's like, Oh, it's supposed to be seen as a huge insult if it's served at a meal. And they see the server droid carrying it to the Hutts, and Stellan's like, I'll be right back. And then fucking like, Jar Jars it. It's it's it. Yeah, he like him, yeah. forced himself into the tray. And the uh, literally, the first good thing Stellan's done in his life so far, the Hutts are like, What the fuck was that? And he's like, Ah. I, I, we were investigating. We realized that someone has tainted the povo punch, and the hut's like, ah, and you intercepted to to not have us be poisoned. And he's like, yes, don't worry, we're here to protect you. Total bullshit. And then one of the huts is like, well, now that the jig is yeah. up, I'm gonna start blasting. It's like, oh fuck, alright. <laughs>
2: it was like so it, was a Java, it was a Jabba it was a Jabba move you're just like what the fuck is happening right now well, and it's
0: also a Jabba move because you learn in two yeah. seconds after this because Jabba's the one who was doing it yeah you're like what the fuck man and it's like what the fuck Jabba anyways so yeah
1: they they. I remember this is way before all this other stuff yeah. six to eight this is so he's been had been doing this for a long time hundreds, hundreds of years why Who,
0: Why does anybody trust you J- why is he on the hut council on clone wars yeah. i don't understand anyways they, they they squash it easily because it's a single hut with a gun and then they're like oh jabba like yeah like it's scooby-doo wah, wah. yeah Wah, wah. like again nothing happens there's no repercussions it's just like all oh, that job he's just evil because the script demands it and it's just like what the fuck is happening it's like the Orochimaru
1: syndrome yeah okay no see, yeah. the one the one thing that saves him I think is because Dezilgic is like rank one of all the families of the huts mm. he's basically like a princeling or learning so like he can get away with murder and it's just like everybody's so beholden to them. It's just like
2: he also has a lot of forces. Like his yeah. his empire is pretty big.
1: We don't and yes, right
0: now oh right? true. This is two hundred years before. I assume he's still under Gardula's thumb. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong
1: but oh, it's... wait, no oh you're totally right because yeah. i was thinking of times where like that only happened during the solo stuff when he was fighting yeah, with yeah. The other oh my god well, he's so, on yeah, his own right he's for... not even okay yeah, yeah. never mind this week no... i was trying all... to justify this and it yeah. still makes no fucking sense yeah because that, that's the thing right like if this
0: is just jabba on his own and who knows it could be right maybe he's already broken off at this point it
1: could be He's some strange power plays. This is going to exactly. change a whole... This is a big... Like, They have to go into explanations for this now because it changes a lot of canon shit mm-hmm. from him alone. Like, we yeah. know what he's going to end up, like, in 6. That's fine. He doesn't have to be that way right I didn't now. realize Java was, like,
2: over, like, 400 years old or something. I mean, yeah. hut hot lifespans are kind of up in the. I thousands. don't I don't know what they are. are yeah, they're right? at least two hundred. We know that at least two hundred and thirty or something. The,
1: and uh, the and oldest like... ones are just over a thousand. Hmm. They can be up Good. to twelve hundred, I think. Okay. But you can tell the bigger they are, the older they usually, are. Yeah, and they usually get to a point where they're so big they can't actually move on their own. Which is why they yeah. have the shell huts. Like a.
0: Well, like Zero's, uh, Zero's mom. Right? Yeah, like that's a good example when you're like that big. That's also kind of quasi legend. So I'm not sure if that's still, but I mean, Zero's yeah. Zero's mom is canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we so, al- we also yeah. got
2: in like the High Republic Volume One stuff with like the the Huts teaming up with Avar Chris and all that. We got the uh, Hut with like the spider legs. I can't remember his name?
1: That's that's the one. That oh yeah, just- yeah. So that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's issue
2: it's, six. It, we talked about it at the time, but it's like very much like the. The legend stuff the stuff that i knew about because i read the mandalorian armor or whatever it was mm-hmm. um, they have <laughs> the shell surprise, huts man. yeah the, the shell huts are in yeah, there yeah. i'm like oh that's cool like they have little spider leg cases for them so they can move around a lot easier i'm like yeah, okay. yeah.
0: oh wait <laughs> wait till you get into legends with the fucking uh, the hut space marines that's the one of my
1: favorites oh they do oh, <laughs> oh my they have, god they have,
0: the, they have these armor suits that they like it's suit what to
1: is trying to bring yeah, yeah. back when yeah. he's just like i'll show you the might of the mighty hut empire yeah. and Yo. all this stuff and he's just like he's it's in the fucking like it's the suit it's basically wally yeah, yeah.
2: but with armor like with warrior warrior huts you know, I Wally thought you were- said
1: something completely
0: different. Yeah, wa- yeah, yeah. Wally, Wally, yeah. people are like super if fat in the chairs. the and armored them up into, yeah, like, uh, and they have like these giant blaster cannons and like rocket, po- oh my like, god, it's it's kind it's kind of dumb, but it's, it's really kind of cool really cool. funny. It's yeah, stupid, yeah, funny. It's, it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> this is stupid, but also crazy. Yeah, crazy. It's hitting cool. the Warhammer scale. We're like, this is so dumb, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, orc orc weapons. Of like, the, if you look at an orc gun, I, I don't want to get into too much of a tangent, but if you look at an orc gun. A human can't wield it because none of the parts are connected together. Like the trigger it guard, really does, the no trigger sense. doesn't connect to anything. But because the orcs all have a just all psychic field, they're making the gun work through their innate psychic abilities yeah it's all fucked it's up. like that kind of thing really like that's so dumb that's really cool yeah but <laughs> also stupid yeah 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 but anyways we're getting a little bit off topic so speaking of dumb um th- we also get the the royal uh banquet i guess there was a queen there i don't even remember them mentioning her but the Hynestian queen is there and sounds like what do you want us to do with the hut and she's like fuck we'll just ransom java back otherwise i don't know we'll just torture him or something yeah we'll just <laughs> we have ways yeah, to yeah, we can with deal, deal with yeah. assassins yeah. it's
1: fine yeah oh okay so yeah. we're just gonna leave it at that. Yep.
0: How okay. many silvers
2: do I get for her?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so it kind of just ends there. And the queen's like, "Ah, we'll watch your career, Vanessa Rowe, with great uh, interest." interest. <laughs> you never show up again. Yeah. But okay. Not yet. Um, Not yet. Because jobless <laughs> assassins get you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh, they basically, yeah, they have a little talk, and then uh, Vanessa's like, "Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a great Padawan master relationship." Stellan,
1: he's like, "Yeah." Nothing well, bad's she's, gonna happen. Yeah, cause she was just like, "I don't like surprises." Like, oh, we're gonna have fun today. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. You say like, now, teach me that flippy thing you did before. He's yeah, like, off the shoulder. What? Yeah. Dude, yeah, You don't know how to jump off. some
2: Yeah, you like vault off somebody's back. Yeah. Yeah, Come yeah, on,
1: man! You shouldn't need to. He's just,
2: he's just getting forced thrown around in a circle the, in the sky. Yeah. Like that's all he wants to do. Yeah. How incompetent the, are the, you? The
1: Stellan principle in full effect. With Stellan they were doing Jesus. one of those like sky
2: zone things where like you like go on like the the big fan and he's going up and down yeah, like yeah. in circles and stuff. Do you like
0: faux skydiving? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, the the Stellan pit has no bottom. And yeah. It's, it's fascinating to watch. I'm so glad I got uh, a
2: comic issue with his art style on the front of it. I'm so happy about it.
0: I mean, the, the, looks has looks
2: cool. To be. <laughs> he looks cool. <laughs>
0: Anyways, the fourth story, oh, man. uh, fourth story is also very quick. So I'm just going to like, just speed through it. Uh, fourth story is called crash and the crew do what they do. Uh, super short story. It is basically just crash who we saw from midnight horizon. Yep. I yeah, believe.
2: Yeah. on am um,
0: yeah. The security chief basically just do it running a job where they're trying to protect Lena. So, uh, so the only thing that's really kind of interesting is we get to see the members of the crew who die at the beginning of Midnight Horizon, because mm. uh, we get the Doatin and the what's it, Grixil, Grixil, the, yeah, Prybal. yeah, yeah, yeah let yeah. me that, Pry-ball?
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Pryball, uh, yeah, that's right, Pryball, yeah, that's right, the the Snake Man thing in I his call them Prybar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If Yo, it, my
2: favorite one is Smeemar. What the fuck is that name?
0: Oh, we, have bar we have and bar bar. Yeah, bar char bar. My my go to still always give me shumai because it's a real thing, and it's just <laughs> like Dude, why name a like re- why... Why... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, separatist leader? What's her name? shumai dim sum. Yeah, we're good. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Let's go. That's 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 the strange. It's like the one-piece thing
2: where you name the kids carrot, onion, and pepper. Well, it, it's like yeah. it's like
0: a worse version of Dragon Ball.
2: Yeah, Vegeta, oh, like Ball Ball
0: D. Bardock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, uh, tambourine and piano excuse you kakari <laughs> tambourine piano and i think violin or cello or something like that that's when we're, that's that's even dragon ball original and that's just yeah. like ah, all right then <laughs> launch for whatever reason it was well, lunch. like yeah <laughs> l- launch launch at least is like, vaguely, like forever. Sure, yeah. I could, I, well i mean let's not get into that she was one of my favorites from the original but um yeah anyway.
2: Tambourine killed fucking death, krillin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah krillin's had a hard life, and now oh, it's a police officer, it and it's just not even like nor like okay, if you don't know dragon Ball the first time, the first character death is krillin getting his neck snapped, yeah, my tambourine, oh yeah. my God, but don't worry, Goku Goku uh fucking literally what's it called? butts his way through King Piccolo later on. Well, him, but his arm's so goddamn tiny that it looks, yeah, that's true. It looks like a
1: headbutt.
0: So yeah, basically in this story, the main thing we're just seeing is how they work. And there's a, a Nihil saboteur who's sending Sentinel scav droids out again to try and screw something up, but they're able to destroy them all. And then we learn that um, the Nihil operative was working with spoilers in the next High Republic uh volume who will turn out to be relevant for that and uh yeah the, the last one is the hall which is all about basically a nihil raid under storm slumbo uh attacking the outer rim world of quilkin and again this one's really short i'm gonna just like breeze over it lorna D's, part of the attack they run into Porter Engle, and Lorna like, nope, I've already seen how this shit goes, and just immediately nopes out of the situation and leaves Slombo to just get his ass kicked by Porter Engle. Yo, Porter Engle, badass motherfucker him. over here. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, he shows up, and the, and uh, Slombo's like, ah, it's just one old Jedi, and uh, Lorna's like, no, it, nope, that's the Blade of Bardoshed, Uh bye bye, yeah. and just just leaves as Slombo's trying to fight him. Um, that's basically it honestly the, the art style holy shit art style is interesting it, it's, it's very
2: smear like like the paint it, stuff. Like
0: yeah colors. it's it's like someone was trying to copy a gorilla's music video sure with just know. the cartoon characters yeah. not the backgrounds or anything but also
2: like played. it's like very motion blurry almost yeah yeah like just the just the, like the everything about it like the yeah, visual space it's, it's,
0: it's, it's the most stylized um it's the most stylized art style in that book. The yeah. Vernestro one's also very stylized. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting because each book has completely different styles to it.
2: Mm-hmm. I think we've gone uh, through like five different styles
0: this volume. Oh, yeah. And so. Normally it's, oh, it's maybe two. The, yeah, it's also the Blade or Bardata, not the Bardotta, Blade yeah. of Yeah, But, uh, yeah, I mean, those are all of them. I mean, it goes all over the place, so there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, first thoughts, I guess. Ed, what do you, do
1: you think of all the stuff we've read? six to eight i mean just for the main continuity stuff absolutely i actually really liked it um mm. it seems like all the padawan learning stuff like as simplistic as it can be sometimes i do find it interesting to see how each of them overcome their own barriers mm. uh throughout this entire series of high republic it's been interesting to see that and for i think this is five what's their name Is something Padawan F? Um, With his, the whole thing is just like okay. Oh, Farzala, Farzala, Farzala Par- Farzala's yeah. the master. The no, Farsala no, the, the Padawan. Yeah, the master is, has a different name: Car Carbrada, or I've already forgotten it. Jeez. Orbatuk. Orbatuk yeah, no, is so so Orbatuk's or there,
2: but is a knight, is he not? No, you're thinking no. of the other one, Canton. No, Court's yeah. Qu- the Padawan, is he not? Courts of Padawan 2. Oh, they're both Padawans. <laughs> they're both Padawans, I yeah. see, okay. Sorry, I, I thought Forzalo was a, a Jedi he just, Knight. He
1: Wait. He went down to the peace talks because Master was sleeping, and he gets to be cut Yeah, yeah. Um, but even with that, if, if he is a Knight, they never... As far as I can remember, they I'm never... I'm going to look it up while it. we're talking here. Sure, sure. It seems like he's still a learner, because they're saying all the Padawans, and I don't mm. know why he'd be rolling with them with that, in that case, but... um. Also... He's a
2: Zygerian, which is interesting.
1: Really? Yeah. I didn't know Zygerians came in blue. (laughs) He's blue-gray, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't know they came in nice, but that's good. Yeah, that's
0: true, too. Um... No, what are you talking... There's so many good... There's as many good Zygerians as there are good
1: Korins. Can you not think of all the good... No, they're, they're, <laughs> they, they, they fucked up with corns because none of them. <laughs> yeah, right. I've seen even like if they're a bartender, they're still gonna fucking screw you. Oh, yeah, but um, good, I I just found I found it interesting how you, you overcame that because it seems like this was these were the issues for okay, we the Padawans who are overcoming their barriers and there's the influx of knights because they need knights in the next things to come because they're losing mm-hmm. so much of the order. Um, but these guys are proving themselves before, even before that. So it's not like it's just a rushed out, like in your manufacturing line kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to see for us all is, and everything that happens after that, it's just like, okay, cool. Like your negotiation skills are there. I just found it hilarious how nice he was being with everybody, even though he could fling them around like nothing. It's just like, oh, we got to, we got to put you in prison. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got out. How'd you get out? No, we're going to put you back. No, I want to help though. Oh, you saved my life, yeah, can I save her back? Well, if I, I'm just gonna take it back. But I asked first because you know I want to be diplomatic. I was told to be nice. Okay, like yeah. all that kind of it's, stuff. It's like always, always giving a chance, always. Like, he, I do like he's showing a lot of Jedi traits yeah. that should like the things to do. Like you're gonna do it anyway, but at least try. Yeah, mm, that's what I was yeah. getting from him. When I was like.
0: There is there is a great scene yeah and there is a great scene that I think accentuates that where they come they when they break out and they're starting to help again. Um, Frazal is talking with Ishnar, and. I just was like, like, why do you keep saving us every? And I'm just keep throwing you in jail. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's perplexing, right? And, and he's basically like, I need my lightsaber back if I'm going to help. And she goes, and if I say no, and he just force- pulls
1: it right to <laughs> him. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, he hey, wait, wait, let's do this. let yeah. see. I asked first because I wanted to be nice because I'm trying yeah, to show yeah. you that we're not. It's this isn't us. We're not yeah. doing this and, and you can tell she takes it that way because
0: she goes from being like hey give that uh, you know what fuck it <laughs> just immediately is like hey you know what they, they're they helping I,
1: I don't care i've got yeah. things to take care of like the drain gear also if that's what i was gonna mention like the, nobody mentioned there was a gigantic again and it's a morble this time because like mm. we've seen so many different versions of drangir. year I, I that's another thing i want to book for where it's just mm-hmm. like what yeah. are the stages of a drangir's life because everybody seems to have some kind of They're they're not as bad as the leveler but it's like in one in one point we see stick people with like little grassy bits on them, and Sudowoodo in another one, and then Marlboro in another one. So it's yeah, just like, yeah. what's the actual? Like Marlboro is what we saw first. Yeah, tentacles, leaves everywhere, beaky mouth with a bunch of rows of teeth. I, teeth. I can't I can't unsee it anymore now. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't Watch use bad boy. breath. Sorry. Yeah, oh God. Marlboro from like, Final
0: Fantasy. For those who who don't know, I was yeah. wondering. I didn't
1: know what you're talking about. But um that's that's what I see. And so it's just like, okay, nobody thought to mention this. Java's still gonna mess with everybody, even though this is an actual problem that needs to be addressed mm-hmm. and they're here to do it. And he's no, just abusing no, no the no stranger problem.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's the what thing. We talking about Voldemort's not back? No, no, you don't know what you're talking about. They they ask him like, "Why did you do this, Jabba? Ha ha. I'm here to disrupt the peace talks, but why? Muha ha, ha, ha It's like no, 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 no. Explain yourself. But actually,
1: he why? actually yeah. says mwa ha, ha ha
2: and I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> what happened yeah, to you, Jabba? So are you are you like in your so like
1: rebellious phase or something? I hope so. I hope that's what it boils down to. Where he's just literally being a shit disturber. See what he can because get away I with. Can, I can actually handle that, and I can be like. That's something you just need to cuss at because it's something to cuss at. That's it. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he, not he, here to be helpful, and he's only here to be this brother. This some, some Joker shit. He's on, yeah. and if I mean, so so be it. But please explain that. Maybe Jabba's just stupider than we all gave him
0: credit for. He didn't name his son Stinky. That's true. <laughs> and I hate that that's still canon. <laughs> Whatever happened to Stinky? Because he's but not in the book of Boba.
1: Who
2: cares?
1: <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something about Master Orbituck or whatever, Orbituck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. So, it's like, the... as soon as I'm like, oh, he's a Parwan, that's kind of cool. And then, like, as you look in, the, like, the second issue that you read, I think it's issue seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to send you a pic- uh, a link and just take a look at the picture.
0: Just oh, his... he's the most evil-looking Parwan. No, no, no he's, seen like,
2: seen they, they drew him, like, troll face. Like meme. I think I think I know what. Yeah. If think you think I look at all these is. faces, yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. super is troll it, face. He's talking to? Yeah, he's talking to Frisella. young young uh, all, all, of,
0: all of the faces that he oh, makes yeah. in this is like someone mocking. Yeah, and not, like. Like giving the, them a valuable the, lesson. The last one
2: in the bottom right-hand corner was just like all three eyes are like peeking out from under his mushroom yeah, cap. It looks like like, he,
0: yeah, it looks like you... he's, he's delivering like the evil masterminds like Yeah, monologue. and then there's one that's like, ha-ha, you yeah. know, yeah, like it's so like, hmm. Again, <laughs> yeah, well, we're, never getting, my we're getting such strange messages because we have the, what was it, angry from yep. the last comic? Who's get, literally singing like dark side nursery rhymes. And now we've got the Apar one who looks 10 times more evil than the one in Clone Wars. Yeah. It's so weird.
2: Now, the one thing I do want to say though is in the issues, there's these like m- pages that are in between uh, scenes that give you like mm. data file stuff on the different factions and planets and stuff like that. And I really appreciated that to mm. kind of keep track of everything. And you get like, there's one here that's like Nel Hutta, Nar Shadda, what do the Hut ships look like? And like different planets that are involved, and the different huts that are involved as well. And it's just interesting to see like all these different things. I I, I really appreciated um, the different little pieces of information. They they yeah they didn't put it into the story, but they just showed you like outside of it. Like yeah. these are things that you might want to keep
0: in mind, right? And yeah, this is what it, they look like. Good. It's a good way to have lore and fluff, kind of.
1: Just like how they Dum-dum. like to make Scarabda look like a, like a lordling, where he's got like a bow tie almost and his little <laughs> monocle. I yeah, love yeah. that. It, they did that in Clone Wars too,
0: right? They had that with that one with a monocle, and then the other with like the patisserie hat almost.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ed, did you, you want to, want to continue? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but that for six to eight. The only other thing was like I want to leave the parwan to somebody else because that was a cool scene. But the frustration of just like, oh, yeah, they just no. So you can't inform anybody about the cycles of your planet so that they know when you're going to fall asleep. So they don't yeah. send you on a mission. You
0: you don't know your own cycles well enough to be like, guys, give me like s- delay the talks by like three days or one yeah. day so I can just get like sleep this off. things would have been fine, but no. Yeah. You can't uh, slap him hard enough to just or to splash water on something. Yeah, they don't even try to wake him up. That's the weird part. They like shake him once, and then they're like, "Whoop, well, he's out like our light. Nothing we can do."
2: I do, I do like how he has five lightsabers, each one after a Padawan he trained. Yeah, that was sick.
0: The the but even the
1: implication. Yeah, in that yeah, they game, all died. Because yeah. Rosal is like, "Oh no, like, yeah. oh god." you can- <laughs> he's just like, because at the beginning, he's like, what do you mean they die Like, what? Oh, no, of old age. Like, yeah, they- yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's a thousand
2: years old, right? So it's yeah, like, they were it's, obviously going to die.
1: With the way you said this, it's like they all died yeah. in training, and yeah. now I'm here. You're going to yeah, take yeah. mine dude. Like, oh, fuck, all right. Yeah, you're,
0: it's, this is just like old, original General Grievous, yeah. right? Yeah, I actually his really appreciate
2: it. <laughs> I really like his lightsabers and stuff. Like, they're really stylized.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a nice monument kind of thing. He right? definitely like, reminded he me use- of, like,
2: you guys remember uh, um, Water 7? in One Piece, where Zoro's on... He's the only one on the ship, and uh, the Frankie family comes out to the ship to, like, burn it down, and he, they go on, and they see this guy that's, like, sleeping, right? And Zoro's sleeping on the ship, and they're like, oh, he's just, like, a, a bum or whatever. He's like, let's just fucking burn the ship or whatever. And, like, Zoro wakes up and, like, takes them all out. I'm like, that's exactly what happened here, where <laughs> the fucking master's sleeping, and these guys yeah. are, like, fucking around, and then he just comes up, he's like, I'm here, guys, what do you want? <laughs> like, we're gonna okay, take it out. The you big still
1: gotta give the, the kids credit, though, because they... That droid was funny mm-hmm. as hell. First when it's like, Oh, oh God, I'm malfunctioning. Yeah. I'm malfunctioning. Yeah. I was like, is Geode messing with you or is yeah. the Jedi kid messing yeah. with you? Because either way, that's gonna be really funny. When he yeah, seems to over enthusiastically he's like, Yes, we are the good guys. We're going yeah. after who cool programmed you.
0: So so for those who don't know, yeah, one of the people who jumps the ship, uh the the vessel, sorry, is this assassin droid. He looks like one of the old Sith uh like one of the old Sith combat droids from yeah. Swotor. Yeah, uh, with the like the multiple asymmetrical eyes, um, but yeah, he he says he's malfunctioning, and then we don't really see what happens. But yeah, like Ed said, he just starts going off on these weird like tangents where he's going on. He's he's basically having hero's delusions. Yeah he's like yeah we're gonna defeat the bad guys kill them all and they're just like what the fuck is he talking about yeah like, what happened yeah it's like <laughs> why did jabba
1: hire him again yeah. Like, yeah yeah it was it was really good comic relief in mm. for moments where you were just like ha ha. like there was a whole like ha, i've got you now yeah i yeah. no, i've got you ha. Yeah, yeah
0: i think it's the drop on one of the pirates yeah you're right actually because one of the, the pirates like ha. Well, what I'm going to I'm going to finish the mission. You yeah, yeah, I'm going to finish the mission, and take out this rock and then he's like, "What if you don't?" And the assassins droids are like, "What if you don't?" Yeah, and exactly. Then the like, and then not like, "What if, if I just know. Yeah, what if I just come in with five lightsabers <laughs> and tear you apart?" lightsaber like a madman. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> he's got two uh, arms man. and like three tentacles, I think is what it is, yeah. right? And they just like kind of yeah. whip around.
0: And that is something that I I think they don't show enough, but I always really appreciate is when they show like what if you are a multi limbed species. You could Wield a lot more than two lightsabers, right? Pre-sword as much as everybody, hates, well, as much as everybody hates Pong Krell, I don't think anyone's going to deny that dual wielding dual sabers is <laughs> fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, that's terrifying. to me. Yeah. are you kidding me? When he's yeah. slaying all those things, like, so who's going to fight him? Yeah, what? he's just a what single blade Jedi. Do you know is going to be like, yeah, I yeah. can take him. Yeah, <laughs> <What's>... okay. <laughs> <laughs> How? Yeah, Unless no, he's like it's... completely. That's what makes Albara one of the best arts, right? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, but. You know, having that kind of thing. So being able to see that again, right, where mm-hmm. we're now seeing a Parwan wielding lightsabers, it's like, yeah, I want to see more basilisks, Parwans. Give me any race with multiple limbs, right? A oh, now-
1: basilisk would just need, like, some knuckles that are, like, have, like, yeah. little saber points. Some- it's like, let's go. The <laughs> interesting lore we get
2: with this guy is that they go into hibernation during certain seasons on their planet, and sometimes those seasons last for centuries yeah mm-hmm. so it's like this Which man could be terrible. out for centuries so it's like sure he's been a jedi master for a, like our jedi for a thousand years but how much has he been awake for <laughs>
1: yeah because right? like
2: it, yoda's been around for this would be like 600 or 700 right he'd be 700, 700 years old or so good. so like this guy's older than
0: yoda but like how much has he participated like and that's but that's the question right like it just it begs more que- because we have the Parwan one bounty hunter in clone wars yeah, yeah.
1: Like, oh, "Oh, I'm pursuing my mark. I fell
0: asleep for 80 years. Yeah. Is my mark still alive? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, right. It's a a very bad thing to have on your job. Exactly. They said sometimes. They didn't say all
2: the time. They didn't say sometimes. Well, that's that's yeah. like
1: how I slowly does your piece. planet revolve where it's just like, you know, maybe a revolution of it is like three hundred years. So yeah, like yeah. you you might crap out once every three hundred years and have to sleep for eighty because yeah. of the season. Like, I think, you know. I
2: think the thing that we can come away with this for this guy is that out of all the things we learned about the power ones and stuff like that, we know that he's a fun guy, right? Like we know that he's he's a he's a good guy that's fun, and we can call him Get a fun guy.
0: A fuck out of here with your puns. Get <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> as soon as you said the first time, I was like, "He's not going to go with that." Oh, he did. God he did. He did. Damn it.
2: Um, but yeah, no, I think I think he's a cool Jedi to have in the High Republic because we don't we never seen that part one except for the bounty hunter, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes.
1: I had to do it. Mm-hmm. I wonder um, if that was Palpatine's influence on the galaxy, where it's just like you know we saw so many more human Jedi during that time and it was a you know plans for inquisitors and all that i think it's
2: easier to do in live action to do humans
1: rather than to do like aliens like parwans and for sure yeah i agree but even in the novels and stuff like that even even from legends i don't really hear a lot because we we don't get
2: we don't get like like, even in the clone wars right we we see the um remember the i can't remember what his name is the jedi master that has like the cane that ahsoka talks to all the time
1: oh Oh, yeah. yeah
2: yeah uh we see him in the clone wars but we never see him in episode one, two, or three, right? Like no, a lot of the true. aliens we see in the prequel trilogy is all humanoid. Like they're very, yeah. like, you just put a human down, put some on their head and like change the color yeah, of their it's, skin it's, and uh, you're going to go.
0: Syndrome, yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: yeah. So I feel like that's kind of it. Like when you jump into a medium, like a comic book or like a novel or whatever kind of medium you want to do apart from live action, I feel like it's a lot easier to, to just draw them right but it's funny I, I, mean, I love it
1: see but that, that's what i mean and in terms of this because like remember he had like a whole shroud over the galaxy right so mm-hmm. maybe there were tons of alien force sensitive borns and he was just like i'm not gonna let you find them yeah maybe I'm blind. yeah like you're, that, it's it, it's xenophobic. speculation yeah. for another day the empire was no, I mean, xenophobic it's, it's it's super
0: um likely right because we do see in that one clone wars thing like he's perfectly fine with kidnapping babies yeah and, oh yeah to do force experiments on
2: and I mean, he's still so, technically doing it with uh, Grogu.
0: Well, not like, yeah, Grogu, there's the kids that they save in Rebels. There's the Clone Wars one. Yeah. They're doing the same thing with the Padawan or
1: the kids that were supposed to be Padawans. Mm-hmm. You know, his, and Master and Master's Master were doing it way before him. Yeah. So. yeah he was trying yeah. to so, bring Ezra to his side too a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. Yo, that was some good <laughs> yeah. shit. I cannot, no, I cannot yeah.
2: wait till we do a Rebels rewatch and like cover on the podcast because it's going to be fucking amazing. Like it's
0: if, gonna be a lot of highs and lows i'll tell you there that. is the
2: first season's gonna be a struggle but like Lose. once we once now that we know that like every episode in rebels has a meaning to the other episodes and like things that are mm-hmm. done in like the off like filler episode quote-unquote oh, they Run is back. gonna
1: come back all yeah. the time but Though, like the, the one fruit that we yeah. know
2: <laughs> but, like even the tie fighter they steal and stuff like that like that's always comes back and just like things like that it's kind of cool. anyway um yeah, is there any other points, Ed, for like the other stuff? I guess. No, no.
1: Everything else is self-explanatory. Like it was just nice to see some of the some of the scenes from novels we read already in print. Yeah, or in in yeah. color. So like, stuff crash. With crash and all that. That's the mm. first time we see crash. Uh, yeah, like visually. And then the the whole stuff that was happening with. Um, with that raid with Porter Angle as a trap. Yeah. That, that felt like it was something on El Rona that we did read about in Light of the Jedi before they took mm. off. And that's when Loden got captured at the end or something like that. It seemed like that, and it didn't at the same time. So it's just like, has, is this just one of their normal things they decided to come back? It's hard to yeah, realize I where everybody is, because
2: as soon as we saw Loden Greatstorm and Bell in that one short, yeah. uh, I was like, is it, they're talking, so I'm like, who's this fucking Twillick? Like, <laughs> who's this guy? And then I'm like, oh, that's Loden.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, mocked, yeah. Cause
2: he looks a lot younger, right? Cause he's a, he's, yeah. he's decently old. And like, when you see his like, um, character art for like the preview of the high Republic, he looks yeah, a lot yeah. older and a little bit more like sallow, I guess in his yeah. face, but in this, he's like super young and peppy, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's him. Okay. I'm like, who's this yeah. new Loden Gridstorm?
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, that's, that's all for me. Cause it, I want to continue this uh, High Republic Adventures because it has been good. And I feel like they're going to end it off really strong as yeah. well. No. no, that makes sense. I mean,
0: uh, yeah, Dan, how about you?
2: I I kind of talked through Ed's piece as well a little bit, but I think mm. the only other thing I want to say is uh, the Bell and Loden mission short was kind of fun. Uh, we got to see Bell's growth between like him as that Padawan with Loden and where he's at now, where he's saving people on Starlight Beacon. And Mm. really coming through in a lot of ways at Valo and everything, right? So we see a lot Mm. of growth from him and it's fun to see him being this like insecure character in himself and, you know, thinking about like his own safety and things like that to, you know, like going on Starlight Beacon and, you know, sacrificing his safety potentially to save people, even if it's just one person, (laughs) right? Like, that's that growth that we see with Belzettifar and that's why I really enjoy his character and it just solidified that for me a lot. That's fair. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like the, I guess the Geo and the crew one was kind of fun. <laughs> like Geo at the end being like, he's like, oh, he's yeah. like, he's the master of disguise, and he's like literally a rock inside of like right next to a yeah. Fucking he's wall in a
1: crevice. He's just like, come yeah. on, they're gonna find me. I'm here. like, yes,
0: Geode, my man. It, it's not a huge thing for me, but that's one of the things that actually bugged me was like seeing Geode's appearance because in the art thing that we saw, he just looked like a he looked like just a rock. He's a right? slab of rock. No, yeah. he's a like slab. just no. He's yeah, always been a slab. Like, has he always, always was, been a art, slab, yeah. The art, I, I remember him not, because that's the thing that I don't understand, right? Like, in all the descriptions they've said of Geode so far, it, he comes off as, like, something where if you stumbled across him and you didn't know, you would just assume it was a rock, right? Yeah. Like a natural rock. Mm. But if he's a slab, that kills that I thought. think Because no one yeah. looks at a perfectly carved, Rectangular slab of rock and goes. Oh, this is a normal rock because, like, the the thought I always have in my head is when Elzar saw him. You
2: thought he's more round. Mm-hmm. You thought he was more round
0: than slab. Well, looking like an actual natural rock, <laughs> yeah. right? stone thing. Not exactly
1: smooth. Yeah, how many how yeah.
0: many smooth cut slabs of rock do you see naturally? Yeah. He's, in a while? he's
2: definitely I, he's definitely a slab, which is interesting because I mean, yeah. even in like um, Out of Darkness, is that what it was called? Out of Shadows. Out of yeah, shadows, yeah. Out of where, like, Wreath uh, fall- gets saved, yeah. right? Like, he's yeah. this big fucking slab that, like, Wreath falls into, right? Yeah. So. But I always, like, I always I mean, assumed from...
1: fall back into a big rock, too. Yeah. Though. Yeah. yeah that right. it, but it's just... Shit.
0: It's just one of those things where it's, like, it makes more sense for him to look like a natural rock in my head. Yeah. Because then it explains why every, why everyone's always surprised by him and honestly right?
2: you can have that kind of headcanon right you can visualize him that way instead of the way that the artist drew him in this is just weird yeah, yeah, we had a conversation know. about that yeah
1: at, at it's the, same, the Martian mark yeah 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 i get that because at the same time like you'd still do a double take if you walked into a cockpit there's a slab just there you'd be like fuck is that yeah yeah, yeah. you guys have a talisman here a like monument? why is there a tablet okay. over here oh it's yeah. gone well, it's gone what the shit like yeah, like, yeah. where that fucking thing goes. yeah still, it would still have an effect just i get what no one was saying like you, you would notice it more than just stumble across yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Walking through a hall, you see a slab. You're like, that's interesting. Walking through yeah. a hall, there's a rock. It's like, fucking rock here. Okay, yeah. Whatever, right? rock. Yeah,
0: because yeah, it's the whole thing, right? Elzar walks up and he's like, oh, a rock. Wait, why are they talking to? Oh, shit. Oh, it's not just a rock. But if it's a slab, it's like, what? who the fuck put that there? Like, what where-
1: yeah. is Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's, why it's is this? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Why? I did like yeah. how yeah. Geo was, like, <laughs> flying the ship at points. Also, it's so cool to see the. Um, the the vessel
0: i was like because it was it in the sky the first time more, when it was yeah, in the sky i, I was like is that a star destroyer like oh no that's the vessel it, it looks it's literally got the shape of a quasar yeah right? yeah the imperial quasar carrier. yeah
2: because i was like what the hell because the engines look like the uh mm. star destroyer because i was like what vessel is this oh it's the vessel
0: yeah it's also did anybody else think the vessel was a small ship
1: yeah yeah, it's yeah i big. did it was i thought it was like just like a, a small transport kind of thing it's a it's but, a yeah, pretty it's massive, massive freighter so
0: the only other question I had was they're like, oh, it's powering up weapons. And I'm like, what? what? I thought the vessel had like one blaster cannon. Yeah. Like, wasn't that the whole know, thing? They they never Leos fight with it?
1: Like yeah. I think
0: they do I have mean, the weapons, but they don't guns. use
2: them usually is what it is. I thought. Anyway. I,
0: I'm not, yeah, maybe. Because I just remember in Fallen Star, they were like, well, we can't fight back because we don't have weapons. And I'm like, well, why are you powering up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. It's been, maybe. you know.
1: Though The night well job was people did have to board, so if they like brought like mounted cannons or something like that, maybe, blast yeah. down there. do you guys
2: remember what the Lady Embo Jedi Master's name was?
1: Or... Yeah,
0: Sav I, I had it before. It was like Sav Morali- yeah. Okay.
1: She's no, cool. I, I love her. her. I want more of her. Like oh, she's old, so you might not get so much. She might yeah. just die
0: off screen. I too. hope yeah. not, man. Stavmall again. Yeah, well, I mean, Orber- Orberlin was really cool, too. What's, what's uh, his story doing right now? We don't well, know uh, yet. Wait, he could wait, still wait, be
2: alive. No, Probably okay. not. It could be a red herring. I hope it is. I fucking hope, I fucking hope so. But, well, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: the spacesuit was just there with his leftover fluid while he was, like, undulating towards <laughs> yeah, somewhere yeah. else in the ship.
0: He, f- he flubbered his way out of the ocean. <laughs> but, uh, well, he wouldn't be able to do that because he was on the ship with lo- Whatever. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, the only thing that I'll add onto what you guys were saying is one little gripe i'll do my gripe for it well i've already gone over it in in the synopsis but like would they just send a group of padawans for the second time like maybe for as as a knight again i don't remember them mentioning that but maybe he is but like why aren't the masters going with their padawans i don't understand it it's training everything is training you must train harder yeah why the fuck isn't the master there skier was still going with kiev even when she was a knight because he gave a damn yeah (laughs) that's as far as i see it now that's what i'm getting from cantum and buckets of blood is that they don't give a fuck about their
1: padawans i think what this has to do with is the change that comes through with one master per padawan yeah or one padawan per master because it's a group of them right and it's just like okay if we go on this school field trip we have to make sure that we're all accounted for. And if we got split yeah. up, well, damn. So we're just not going to take responsibility and you handle yourselves. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. that's not such a good thing. And <laughs> when they all get back to the temple, it's like, yeah, no, no, there's yeah, enough of, us more of this. Yeah. Our <laughs> lines and our ranks have been thinned enough where we can assign one to each and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: And I mean, if
1: that's how they explain it,
0: then I'll be fine with it. But right mm-hmm. now it's, it's definitely strange. It's, yeah. But kind of offsetting that, at least to to end on a light note, I do really appreciate what they did for Farzala in these comics, because it's something we'd mentioned before in Jedi, in Jedi Adventures Volume One. I didn't know who Farzala and Court were, and I didn't care. Yeah, no, because they got no screen time. They said like two lines, and it was just like, "Cool, who are you people again? You're not Zim or Lula, so I don't. Nobody gives a shit." Yeah. So at least now we're getting a lot more of a backstory thing for him. So now I do care. I don't know if I wish I'd known this earlier because I feel like if I would learned his backstory along with everyone else's, it would have taken that? away from Lula and Zim's stories. Yeah. But the problem then becomes I don't care about Frazala till now. And it's
2: because, well, like, this is the same series he was introduced in. He's not been in anything else except the High Republic Adventures. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we didn't come back. This is, like, one of the first things that we covered in the Star Wars High Republic stuff. And then we haven't Mm. come back to it until now. So, like, we've really taken a break from the Adventures stuff to cover the other things. So, it's kind of our, like, they did release these chapters, like, pretty close to after, like, we read read the volume, right? So, it was kind of us putting it off and doing the other things at that moment. But, I mean, I, I agree, like, Farzala is an underwhelming Jedi at first, but mm-hmm. then you realize, oh, like, this character actually has some meat to him. Let's, yeah. I let's mean let's, like, learn yeah. more about him and actually care about him.
0: Yeah, like, now, for now, for me, he's at the same point that I was at with Wreath at the end of, um, Out of, Shadows. Out of Shadows, Into the Dark, whatever book, it was. no, I think Into the Dark was a different one. Um, but anyways, like it, it, that same situation was like, I'm really interested to see where he, where his story goes from here. I'm interested to see him interact with everybody else. Now there's just the added thing of, I really hope he isn't killed unceremoniously. Like 80% of the Jedi. non-super main character Jedi are, and yeah. some of the main character Jedi. Because, no, 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 I'm ending this on a happy note. I'm not going to talk about Stellan's performance yeah, in this yeah. comic. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it made you chuckle. If anything, it just reinforced everything I think about him. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's the nice way to
2: put it. Yeah, that's pretty much it for this like uh, this volume. It was a really weird volume to get through. Mm-hmm. I felt it's like my brain really had to jump around. Long, Your yeah. brain had to jump around to so many different points in the High Republic era. Yeah, and like really place it because it doesn't tell you where to place it when you're reading the shorts and stuff. And you're just like, it's where but, the yeah, hell is? Especially this?
0: the anthology. Yeah, it's, it's, who even knows? Yeah, but
2: it's good. I love the anthology. It was actually a lot of fun to see these different little stories.
0: Hmm. Well. Like Dan said, I think this about wraps up our discussion. So without any further ado, let's get into the rankings. Welcome to the rankings section of the podcast. As always, we're giving it a score out of 10, how we feel it stacks up to all of the other Star Wars comics we've read so far.
1: And I started last time. So Ed, let's start with you this time. Yeah, no problem. Um, For High Republic Adventures volume two, I gave it a six. not so much that was terrible what was great about it was the actual high republic adventures issues like six seven and eight um Mm. everything else that was added into it i feel like that was kind of nice but also fluff for the time where it came out i wish i had started with the annual Mm -hmm. then read the free comic book day and then gotten to six seven eight Agreed. because i feel like that at that point i would have been like all right and we can continue this to be great i read the first the last bit first and i was just like okay do i continue do i switch to this and it just kind of took me away from the story too much yeah Um, so like these really should just be like little releases on their own and not included in the volume and i'd have been way happier with that and that would have definitely pushed it up for sure
2: yeah if they did this like with an extra like mini series or something like these three things plus like the free comic book the anthology and then maybe like three other like small anthology things they're going to be doing later
1: into like one volume of like honestly the high republic anthology series like what do you guys think if they had done that and put monster at temple peak at the end like that would have been. Yeah, yeah. That would have been nice. It would have been a
2: thick. It would have been a thick volume because they usually try and keep it to five issues. Mm. Um, the annual counts as one issue, but it's like three, in or two and one, mm. because it's so thick. Mm. It's like forty five pages. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like they should have done something, something else with it because it didn't. It didn't fit with any of the stuff that we were like reading mm-hmm. through. So it was a weird pick, I think, on IDW's part or Marvel mm. or whoever Lucasfilm whoever. or whatever it was. Mm.
0: yeah no I, I agree with all of that uh dan how about you uh
2: i gave it a i'm still thinking yeah i would say like Ah, uh, this is a hard one because like do
0: you want yeah. me to go next yeah, exactly exactly here you go
2: um right. yeah go for it I, and i'll come up with another one because I'm,
0: I'm trying oh, to okay.
2: i'm looking at my other scores and being like what does it fit in like what where does it fit <laughs>
0: Uh, I give this one a 6.5 just because I I agree with everything that Ed said right there there is a reading order that's definitely better for this Uh, and like I said there's a couple things that really bug me but not as much as Jedi's end (laughs) let's put it that way at least at at least for the most part nobody's hit with a stupid stick except for like cantum and buckets of blood And, yeah, I mean, overall, honestly, it gets the point five because now I actually give a shit about Farzala. Because, like I said, before I didn't. At least now I know who he is, and I'm not going to just have a blank face when I look at him like I did in the first volume. And, uh, yeah, it it improved on a lot of things. It... uh, deproved on Jabba and Stellan but you know you can't all be winners. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, overall I mean I don't know if I'd go back and read it again but it wasn't a painful read. It wasn't a slog or anything like that. And overall I think it does add some interesting parts to characters that we hadn't seen before. Yeah.
1: Or I have uh, we seen also, before.
0: Well, we also very briefly we never I don't think we ever went back to mention it but the, like, puberty spurt that Crix and Zane oh, yeah. seem to have uh, gone through was very jarring, but I like it more.
2: Yeah, I like the older cause, characters.
0: Well, yeah, because when Crix was talking to Marshawn last time, I don't even think he came up to, like, his waist. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I was like... like he was literally... How is this kid being, was, like, the Scourge of the Outer Rim? Like, what the yeah, hell is happening? Literally he's literally like a toddler. Yeah, yeah. And
0: now, at least he comes up to Marshawn's chest. Yeah. So, like... Was that just art style, or was that... Exactly. I don't know. You no, know,
1: That has to be a thing.
0: But I can at I can at least take him vaguely seriously when he doesn't look like a ten year old, right? Even though I think he's like what thirteen or yeah, fourteen, yeah, he's like thirteen, 13 or twelve, like, yeah. like, stupid young. But yeah, uh, yeah, six point
2: five. I much. hesitantly give this a six. I want to lean to like a five point seven five or something like that. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at like higher public adventures volume one because like I really in, like it was a good introduction to these characters and stuff. There's mm. some good art and it was a continuous storyline. This one suffers for me by being so ramshackly put together. Mm. Uh, the stuff we got with Farzala was great. And a lot of that stuff was really, really good and meaty in terms of like character development for those characters. And meeting the Parwan and the uh, the female Embo character Jedi. And, mm. like Really cool stuff. And then we get these like weird offshoot stories that it confused me more than it helped at first, because I was like, where am I looking at this? I didn't realize I was loading Great Storm, and he's one of my favorite characters, right? Yeah. And it was just like that, that to me just kind of brought it down a little bit, so I, I'll give it a six. Um, overall, I think it just suffers from that like piecemealing, like putting puzzle pieces together that don't fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, all the stories themselves are pretty fun. The free comic book day issue was cool to see like the dragon that was on Vallo because I really wanted to see what that looked like, and it looks like a blue dragon from like d d like, from fantasy and stuff, uh, it does have that, yeah, like, kinda. dragon feel to it. Whereas, like, when you look at fantasy dragons or, like, sci-fi dragons, usually there's a difference in it and stuff. So, it was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I, like, from I other guess. mediums and stuff like that, you usually don't get, like, that traditional dragon look where it has, like, the arms and the wings and stuff like that. Sometimes you get a mixture of things or, like, proportions
0: are often weird. Um, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess
0: guess it depends on what... Because I'm thinking of, like, Dragon Age and being like, no, those dragons always look pretty. But, yeah, I guess it depends on what um, fantasy thing you're talking about. Are you
2: talking sci-fi? Like, I'm talking sci-fi specifically. Oh, well, you said fantasy and sci-fi. Like, if you compared fantasy dragons to sci-fi dragons, is what I'm saying.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that makes more sense.
2: Um, And, yeah, that's basically my ranking for that one. So we're pretty close on this one as well. Not like Trail of Shadows, where we all gave it a 7.5, though. That was pretty... (laughs)
0: That was fun. Yeah, we didn't have the... uh the mind meld that time i would say we're pretty
2: close to most of our (laughs) rankings are very like 0.5 or like one from each other there's not a lot of like variation in our scores usually when we cover these
1: yeah yeah no mind especially i think if we had done the ratings beforehand and then talked about it i feel like they'd be different yeah but because we have all this discussion about it we go through and we talk like this and then rank them i can't see them being very far unless like it's a it's a Lost Stars or something like that, where I enjoy it and then, and, and and ruins it for Noma, and then it hey, drops hey, to yeah. like three. That's something yeah. that like we if, have...
2: if you if you get stuck in the in the sauce,
1: but yeah. you need hey, you need a I've book gone, for that to do that. Where we haven't had one like that yet.
0: I I've gone from a four on Lost Stars to a seven, so I I have yeah. I have yeah. made my apologies for it. But we've, we've talked
1: about it a bunch. after oh, yeah. This show, so and we always a, come back
2: to it because it's one of those yeah. that really it makes an impression on you.
1: Yeah, seriously. It's a great I
2: mean,
0: story. Ironically, the greatest disparity we've got in these comics is Rebel Jail, where you guys gave it five and I gave it three, and I still stick by that three. Yeah,
2: honestly, <laughs> even a five is, is a little uh, little twitchy I for th- me. I...
0: <laughs> that was a name I thought I had forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was free. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. So without any further ado, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the end of this episode. As always, if you stuck around this long, thank you very much. We very much appreciate your continued support. And speaking of what we do on Temple Archives, next episode is going to be the conclusion of this comic, and that will be The High Republic Adventures, Volume 3. And uh, it'll be interesting. A few of us might have read a little bit ahead already, and there's some interesting things that happen. So uh, yeah, we're excited to talk to you guys about that. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, anything you wanna talk to us about at all, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a whole bunch of different ways to contact us. Dan's gonna give a quick rundown of what those are.
2: Yeah, just before I do that, I just wanna bring a point. This is the last thing we need to cover in phase one, volume three. So once Mm -hmm. we're done that, phase one is done. And then we're moving to phase two eventually. So. Uh, Yeah, if you want to join us for the end of Phase uh, 1, join us for the next episode. But here is how you can contact us and let us know what you thought of Phase 1 so far. Uh, You can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com where you can find our episode posts, our Contact Us page, About Us page, if you want to read some blurbs about how we got into Star Wars and kind of what it means to us a little bit. As well as our shop, you can find it there. And uh, there's also some photo albums on the... Star Wars celebration posts that we made with our podcast those days. So we put up pic- pictures that we took through the day and the different things that we did, and some videos too. I think Ed, there's some videos of you doing some Darth Vader VR. Um, yeah. That was pretty cool, cool stuff with the Vader Immortal thing. And then you eventually awesome. bought it, right?
1: Yes, I did, and so, I had a blast with it.
2: I can't wait to play it. Like one of these days, they're bringing a new PS PlayStation VR yeah. system out, so yeah. I think I might get that. Um, you can Not
1: find us. sorcery.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You can email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com where you can send us your thoughts and you can put the subject line voice of the fans and it just makes it easier to see you guys in terms of what you want to say and know that that email is for that specific purpose. You can also find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at voiceforcepod. Again, that is at voiceforcepod. You can retweet or repost or put on your stories our new episode tweets, posts, and other contest information, if we have those. And it helps grow our listener base and is very much appreciated because we want more people to talk Star Wars with us. We have an echo chamber in here. And sometimes it gets really loud. But sometimes we just sometimes. need to open up those doors, you know, and let other people in. It's great. It's fantastic. We want you to mm-hmm. tell us how it's going. How's it going? What's going on? Anyway, listen. There's that
1: pep. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> rate, review,
2: and follow. Also subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you review us with a five-star and a comment on your podcast platform of choice, it does help with visibility and helps us grow as a podcast to bring more voices into the echo chamber. Follow or subscribe for free with that latest episode downloaded to your device as soon as it
0: releases. Thank you, Dan. And remember... Is that your attempt at Yeah. yeah,
1: right. yeah.
0: <laughs> I <can> remember, Dan. <laughs> and here we go, boys. Yep. And remember, if you are having an amazing, adventurous story with Ram, Lula, and Zim, then when you go off with Farzal... Sorry, I mean, if when you go off with uh, Orbradin and Sav and... Uh, 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 sorry, it's actually Loden and Bell and... Uh, no, actually... Uh, no, wait, that's the it's wrong one. It's also Zim, not about- Zim. Yeah, it's a zine, yeah, of course, and uh, <laughs> we're also talking about the second story with Afi and, and Lee, but then, uh, no, actually, sorry, that's uh, actually going to be Crash, and their no, um, uh, no, sorry, just yes, Porter Angle. So it's actually just, uh, you know, everyone's stories all come to Avar Critic.